The following is an unabridged version of an interview with pianist Unmiko that aired on the June 28th, 2020 edition of Modern Notebook. Music selections in this on-demand version are not from the newly released album, Unis Mundus, tributes to Isang Yoon, but rather are from a live performance Unmi gave a few years ago in Seoul, South Korea. I'm Tyler Klein, and you're listening to Modern Notebook on Classical WSMR. Tonight, I'm joined via Skype by Dr. Unmi Ko. Unmi is a, an absolute champion of contemporary music and is currently a member of the piano faculty at the University of South Florida, where she also serves as co-advisor of the New Music Consortium at USF. Uh, she's also co-founder and co-director of the group Strings and Hammers and artistic director of the annual New Music Festival Dot the Line, which takes place in Korea. Uh, Unmi has just released a brand new album of solo piano music titled Unis Mundus, tributes to Lee Sung Yoon. And uh, just as a, uh, a disclosure, Unmi is a uh, close collaborator and friend of mine, and I actually served as the audio engineer for this album. So with that being said, uh, Unmi, thanks for uh, coming on the show tonight. Thank you for having me. So I'd uh, just like to start off by talking about uh, Lee Sung Yoon. He's one of the most celebrated Korean-born composers, and his life was profoundly impacted by events during wo World War II, as well as the Cold War. Uh, so what led you to start your project of tributes to the composer? I started to celebrate his birth centenary in uh, 2017. Uh, I'm usually not keen on the idea of birth celebration of composer. For example, I'm not really celebrating Beethoven this year, um, just because there are uh, so many other people and so many big ensembles are celebrating his um, birthday. But I thought I need to really do this because I noticed that not all people and not all musicians in the United States know Lee Sang Yoon. And I thought his music and himself uh, must deserve some fame and also further study and more performances. Uh, so I, I started as a kind of a celebration of his, his life and his music. Working with you on this album, this was the first time I was introduced to um, Lee Sang Yoon's music. It's really, um, it's really amazing. And yeah. and later on in this hour, I'll I'll play a piece by Lee Sang Yoon for oboe and string trio. Um, but for this album, uh, there is no music by Lee Sang Yoon. You commissioned a number of composers to take part in in the project. These tributes to Lee Sang Yoon. Uh, some of them uh, seem to quote. Uh, Lee Sang Yoon's music directly, others don't exactly. Um, so, what kind of parameters did you give the composers when you asked them to create uh, their tribute to Lee Sang Yoon? Um, first of all, you are correct. There is no Lee Sang Yoon's music in this album, and yet it's tribute to Lee Sang Yoon. Um, I performed uh, his piano piece in Teludium A. Um, in the program um, I had in 2017 when I was celebrating the composer's birth. So I did play his music and I included uh, his piece. But with this album, I, I wanted to have music dedicated to Lee Sang Yoon, um, also inspired by his music and his life. I didn't set any kind of 
limit or restriction for uh, composers I commissioned these pieces from. So I try to give a lot of freedom to them. Um, I kind of throw them an idea, this composer, and this project is about this composer, but you can do anything you want, any style, um, any kind of language, any kind of performances. And I'm pretty happy with the results because if you listen to the album, um, definitely there is this um, diversity in music. You hear all kinds of music, although they are loosely based on Isanyun or inspired by Isanyun, but they're very, very different. Well, let's uh, let's listen to a little bit of music from the album. Uh, could you tell us about uh, Ingrid Stoltzel's piece Unus Mundus, the title track of the album? Uh, as you mentioned briefly, this uh, is the piece that used a fragment from uh, Isang Yun's piano piece, uh, Interludium A. So she directly took a little segment from the piece and you can actually hear it. And I don't think there are other pieces in this album do the same thing as Ingrid did. But obviously it's, it's uh, her, her musical word and her sound word. Um, it's a beautiful piece. It's also um, influenced by uh, Isang Yun's very known technique, the main tone technique. So, you could hear certain certain tones, certain pitches being kind of center, uh, and the piece develops around that. I also get to hum the tune, the specific pitch. So it was also a new experience to me that usually pianist or probably any instrumentalist involves their voice often, that often, unless you are unless you you professionally sing. Um, so it was a little bit frightening in the beginning, but it was really a fun experience to me. Uh, thought it was also perfect title for this project. It means one word, and it also reflects Isang Yun's philosophy, which was based on Taoism that uh, has this idea of one word being very fluid, between something micro and macro. That's my understanding. So this was perfect piece, perfect tribute. And it's a it's a beautiful piece and it begins the album. So when, when people first listen to this, it's the first piece they're going to hear. And uh, let's hear it now. This is Unus Mundus by Ingrid Stoltzel from Unmiko's newly released album of the same name here on Modern Notebook.
pianist Unmi Ko performing Unus Mundus by Ingrid Stolzel. That recording from her newly released album titled Unus Mundus tributes to Lee Sung-yoon here on Modern Notebook. And this is Modern Notebook on Classical WSMR 89.1, 103.9, streaming at WSMR.org. I'm your host, Tyler Klein, and I'm uh, talking with Unmiko about her new album and her Lee Sung-yoon project. Uh, well, as mentioned, uh, Lee Sung-yoon dealt with a lot of political turmoil in his lifetime uh, during World War II and during the Cold War. Um, so, Unmi, what uh, ways were politics intertwined with the composer's music? Um, I believe, like a lot of people who knew Lee Sung-yoon, that he was actually a politiker, but he had greater mind than just politics, that he concerned about human rights and he concerned about the world. He believed in love and um, and human in, in general. And I think that was very important for himself, actually, because it was such a tragic life, actually, he, he went through and he lived through. Um, he was imprisoned in, in his own country in Korea, and uh, he was in death row. So it's a really frightening experience for, um, for one. And I think he could um, endure all this because of his music. And what what he did was remarkable because other than being frustrated and depressed, he actually um, turned to something, turned this struggle to something new, which I think is uh, focused on Korean traditional music. And I think that 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 makes him very special, outstanding composer in the 20th century. Because the Korean traditional music is something in common between um, North Korea and South Korea or anybody. As long as you're Korean, you know the music, it's in your blood, um, you grew up listening to this music, and of course it's your own culture. So to me, that's something really outstanding and, and unique about Yoon. And of course, you listen to his music, it's not propaganda music, and he doesn't say anything directly in his music. You, you're not going to hear some kind of tune or folk song that provokes your, your thought or change political view, anything like that. And, you know, as a musician and composer yourself, you know that it's, it doesn't work like that. It's music is not that simple. So I think what he did actually is very artistic, very thoughtful, um, and really valuable. And it speaks to um, a wide range of people. I guess just to to kind of for the context of the world that Lee Sung Yoon lived in, um, you know, during World War II, uh, the Japanese occupied. Uh, the Korean Peninsula, and then after World War II, um, was a you know, as Americans we know about the Korean War and, and all of that. So, is there any kind of specific uh, instance or or um, event that happened that Lee Sung Yoon 
other than you know the the larger world events at the time that um, kind of informed his life. Uh, I know that he he ended up moving to Germany during the Cold War. Uh, could you talk a little bit about about that? Yeah, um, because of of the Cold War and uh, the Korean War. Um, also, we are um, we were under the country was under the dictatorship, um, and he was against the dictatorship, and um, that put him in trouble. He was studying in Berlin at that time, and because he was against the um, dictatorship in South Korea. The South Korean government kidnapped him from Berlin and imprisoned him in uh, Korea. And he was charged as a traitor. Um, They considered that he was a spy uh, from North Korea, or he did this kind of spying work for North Korea, which is not true. Probably the truth is was that because he was against the dictatorship. And uh, they gave him death sentence. Um, so he he was in uh, prison uh, waiting for his death, basically, uh, when his his opera was premiered in, in Europe, uh, in Germany. Thankfully, the, there, there was this big protest to save him um, by great musicians including Stravinsky um, so he was uh, released and, but he, he couldn't stay in his own country um, and he, he couldn't go back he couldn't come back he he stayed in Berlin until until he died and it was very touching actually in 2017 that they uh, they brought his ash to South Korea and I, I was at the time I, w- I was in South Korea for a brief moment to give this uh, tribute concert. It was around his birthday, so it was really a touching moment that he could come back. So right now um, we're living in a very tumultuous political time in the United States and and across the world. So what kind of lessons do you think that composers can learn from Lee Sang Yoon's music? Once again, I, I think he, um, Lee Sang-yoon could endure those hard times because of his music. I wondered, I also wondered it as, as a person, just a person, um, how somebody could go through all that and imagine being in prison and your pieces performed at the same time, but you, you're not there. That's one thing. Um, but another thing is you you know you will die soon for injustice. I'm sure he felt that he's this living evidence of injustice. But I think actually music helped him go through this. And that's, I think, what, what he said, that he just couldn't be indifferent about all the injustice, what's happening in the world. And I think that made him strong, that made him keep going with his music, made him keep composing. I think that's very important because I know there are a lot of people who are very frustrated right now and also depressed. 
and it's time when a lot of people could be discouraged um, about what they're doing. But I think it's really important to have music alive and keep music making and continue making music together. So I think you just do what you're doing, keep doing, um, you know, keep composing and I keep performing and keep working together. That's, that's very important. And also believing in uh, what you are doing. Music is powerful like any other art activities. So I think that's, I mean, if I may suggest, I think that's what we should do. We should keep believing in music and we should keep making music. At least that's what he taught me. You're listening to Modern Notebook on Classical WSMR. I'm joined right now by pianist Unmiko, who has just released a new album called Unis Mundus Tributes to Isang Yoon, Korean composer from the mid-20th century. Uh, let's hear one more track from the album. Fabio Massimo Capagrosso's Prelude on a Fragment by Isang Yoon, which actually requires piano preparation. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that and maybe um, what the fragment that the title refers to is from? Uh, the fragment um, is literally fragment that he took from Isangyun's work. Um, and I don't think he was very specific about it, which I don't mind at all. Uh, and he, he studied Isangyun's music when I asked him to write this piece for me. And he uh, took little segments from a piece. Well, I, I have to say, um, this is my favorite piece on the album. <laughs> uh, it, and the, the way that the piano is prepared, um, you know, there's pencils sticking in between the strings and um, all this kind of stuff that we would never uh, associate with the piano and these sounds um and it, it just creates this beautiful kind of um character and atmosphere to the piece um so i'm really glad i, I get to share it tonight <laughs> um music here by fabio massimo capagrosso his prelude on a fragment by isang yun performed by pianist unmi ko Thank you. 
pianist Unmi Ko performing Fabio Massimo Capogrosso's Prelude on a Fragment by Lee Sung-yoon from her new album, Unus Mundus, tributes to Lee Sung-yoon. Well, Unmi, it's been so great having you on the show tonight and talking about the new album and Lee Sung-yoon's life. Uh, I'm wondering what projects are you working on now, um, especially in the age of COVID-19, and uh, what's what's next? I have program that's loosely tied under um, night theme, so I'm working on night pieces. Also, I have uh, some projects that really suitable in this situation. So I commissioned new pieces from contemporary composers, including you, Tyler, and it's really about the um, being trapped in house with with a little piano and different objects in the house. So I'm very excited about this project. Also, I'm uh, learning a lot of art songs uh, by marginalized composers. Uh, this is part of a bigger project called Indictus, which I'm working with um, as a soprano Thea Lobo. And I have a handful of new composers um, I started working together, so it's always exciting to work with someone I haven't worked with before. That's all great. I'm really excited to be part of your um, your Trapped at Home project, by the way. <laughs> and uh, is there anything else you. uh, that you'd, you'd just like to share or plug? Well, about the album, uh, although we played uh, just two pieces and talk about these two composers, they're other composers in this album who, whose music I really love and they are equally great. I really want to say that. And um, once again, they're very different from the music that we heard tonight. So I hope anybody who um, get to listen to this album or buy this album, hopefully enjoy different, different pieces and get to know more about each composer. Well, we will definitely be uh, sharing other tracks and pieces from the album here on Modern Notebook. And um, Unmi, congrats um, on the release. And thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on the show tonight. Thank you. Dr. Unmi Ko is currently a member of the piano faculty at the University of South Florida, where she also serves as co-advisor of the New Music Consortium at USF. She is also co-founder and co-director of the group Strings and Hammers and artistic director of the annual new music festival Dot the Line, which takes place in Korea. Her brand new album, Unis Mundus, tributes to Lee Sung-yoon, is out now on the Innova label and wherever you get your music. And as a bonus, I'd like to close this interview out with a live performance of Lee Sung-yoon's Interludium Ah, performed by Unmi Ko.
That was pianist Eunmi Ko performing the music of Lee Sung Yoon, a live performance of his work, Interludium Ah. You can listen to Modern Notebooks Sunday nights from 8 to 10 on Classical WSMR 89.1 and 103.9, streaming at WSMR.org.